All right, all right, all right. It is Dr. Allo again. So um, today we're going to talk about definitive evidence and how to evaluate studies. Unfortunately, a lot of times people look at that one study or they think they got something figured out and they just don't understand why no one listens to that one study. Um, let me give you an example. Um, but first of all, please, people, if you like this podcast, I'm never going to run ads on here. Just go and leave a nice review, share it with some friends. We're already up to about a thousand downloads, and I just started this thing literally like, you know, a week ago at the most. Um, but you always have that one person, you know, let's say I make a post about saturated fat. And you have that one person says, well, what about the study here in the Journal of the American College of Cardiology? There was a study that showed that, you know, eating saturated fat was not that big of a deal. So how do you reconcile that? So when that happens, it's generally because um, the study was looking at a specific thing. Um, for example, you could have a study looking at saturated fat intake of people who, who consumed 20% of all calories from saturated fat and reduce it to 18% of all calories from saturated fat. That is not going to make a huge difference in outcomes. Or some study that showed that taking berberine, for example, would lower your lipoprotein little a by 10%. Or a study that showed that taking magnesium might do this, that, or the other thing. Or a study that showed that fish oil may have been beneficial for this one specific thing. That's going to happen. And there are tons of studies like that. The issue is not whether those studies exist. The issue is how do those studies fit in the totality of evidence and the totality of our understanding now of that specific topic? Like where does fish oil fit into the discussion when it comes to cardiovascular disease and prevention of cardiovascular disease? Where does magnesium fit? in the, you know, rhythm disturbance issues or blood pressure or whatever it might be. That's kind of where this needs to go. The other problem is that most of these people that are making these posts don't have enough information to adequately evaluate those posts. They just don't know enough or they don't have the background information. Like myself as a cardiologist, and I don't say this to brag at all, but as a cardiologist, I know cardiology. I know what happens when people have heart failure. I know what happens when we look inside your arteries, cardiac MRIs, cardiac CT scans. What happens when we give you this dose of this medicine versus that dose of the other medicine? Which combination of pills works best for weight loss? What have you? We know all of these things. And this is like background information. So to me, when I have background information, it's very easy for someone like me to look at new studies in the context of this new evidence or my background information. So for example, a new study comes out about reducing heart disease or something or other, you know, maybe some specific thing like lipoprotein little a, but we know that lipoprotein A at that level doesn't make a huge difference for cardiovascular disease. So what do we do? How do we reconcile that? You know, based on my information, my clinical background, my research, my studies, my doctorate degrees, my teaching, my whatever, based on my information, I know that that little thing there is probably not going to add that much more value. The other thing that people say, well, you know, how come they don't make berberine? You know, why don't you tell people to take berberine instead of statin medications, for example? Well, berberine has not been proven definitively to reduce cholesterol. 
if you look at all the studies, sure, you might find one or two studies here and there that show something. But at the end of the day, does that little possible minuscule difference make a huge impact? Is that what you're going to hang your hat on? Like, oh, you know, heart disease runs in my family. All my relatives died before the age of 40 from massive heart attacks. Yeah, I'm going to take a little berberine. Well, and it doesn't work or it's questionable or we don't know. Rather than saying, well, we could take a statin or Repatha or Inclycerin or something that we absolutely know works, that would be kind of um, the debate we're having right now in, in cardiology. If there's enough studies on berberine where it shows benefit, it would become the next billion-dollar drug. And I say this not as a joke or not to be funny, but when there's enough evidence that something works, it becomes a billion-dollar drug. That's literally how it works. Um, imagine you're a pharmaceutical company and you're like, you know, we need to come up with the next blockbuster billion-dollar drug. What are we going to do? Let's take a look at this berberine. Eh, you know, the data doesn't really work. It's kind of iffy. No doctor is really going to look at this data and be like, oh, my God, I got to put all my patients on this. But if you look at fish oil, for example, at least back in the 90s and early 2000s, the data was solid. And it was like, you know what? We should put people on fish oil. Look at all this data. You know, multiple studies now have shown this and multiple studies have shown that. It works. Or yeast, for example, you know, red yeast rice or statin medications, lovastatin, um, the first statin. When you look at the evidence, the evidence was overwhelmingly positive. There was almost no negative studies or no neutral studies. Sure, you could argue with the weaker statins, the first few statins, they weren't that strong and at lower doses, Although they did lower LDL, maybe you didn't have like a huge relative risk reduction or absolute risk reduction. I can, I'll give you that. But, you know, at the end of the day, once the higher, more potent ones came out in the higher doses and these studies were overwhelmingly positive, you can't really argue with that anymore. It is what it is. And, you know, you, you, there's just nothing you can do uh, to debate that. So that's why pharmaceutical companies said, well, you know what, this stuff really works. Why don't we turn this into a billion dollar drug? And they did. And it worked. And I'm not against pharmaceutical companies making money. A lot of people are like, you're just a pharmaceutical shill. I'm not. I'm pro-science. I'm pro-capitalism. If somebody discovers something and makes a ton of money on it, I'm all for it. I wish I could be one of those people. I wish I could discover something and it could be amazing and life-saving and all that and make a ton of uh, money on it. I would actually love that. Um, that would be a, a dream of mine if if that were true. I, I mean, every entrepreneur and everyone in, in medicine... Uh, or even in, in real life, whatever you do in your field, you probably wish you would invent or discover something that is uh, magical, fantastic, will help a lot of people, solve a lot of people's problems, and then you could make millions or billions of dollars off of it. So I don't think that's the debate that we're having, that we are arguing whether or not um, it's ethical or not ethical to do this. I believe that you can, uh, you should do this. And if you find something that's going to make you a lot of money, please do it. You'll have my full support. Hopefully you, you invent the most amazing next uh, medication. But those are my thoughts. Um, One-off studies, or even if you find me five studies that show berberine does this, or magnesium did that, or, you know, statins didn't do this. You know, at the end of the day, it comes down to the totality of evidence and having enough clinical or background information to be able to evaluate those studies in light of all of the other data, all of the other studies, all of the other information that we already have. That's kind of what it comes down to. So those are my thoughts on that topic. If you like this podcast, please share it with all your friends. Leave some awesome reviews. That's the only way this is going to spread. I'm not going to run any ads on here. We're already up to, I think last I checked, about a 1,000 downloads, and hopefully we'll get many more. Love you all. Uh, please uh, 
leave some comments if you have any questions just you know post some comments on any of my uh socials and i'll leave the links to all that stuff in the description and show notes